you're gonna let it burn, 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 let it, let it burn, 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 burn. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's Ellie Goulding. And if it's what I cried out as our curtains caught fire after my niece Katrina trimmed our tree with illegal Christmas lights she found in a waste bin, then this must be Dale Radio. I am your host, Dale Seaver, and you're listening to another episode of Some Things I Enjoy, coming to you, as always, from the foul banks of the Gowanus. We've got a very special episode for you today, folks, all the way from Los Angeles. And before we begin, I just wanted to say a few words, some breaking news, and if you're listening to this a year from now, some not-so-breaking news. Number one, we're tickled here at Dale HQ to be included in the 2014 edition of San Francisco's Sketchfest. It's a great comedy festival out there, and I'm thrilled to be joining a lineup that includes so many greats and so many past guests of this program, maybe some future guests, too. It's going to be uh, quite a time, and if you're near the Bay, come on out on February 3rd at 8 p.m. at the Eureka Theater, and uh, I promise we'll have a good time. Old friends and new, I hope to see you there. Uh, today's episode is sponsored by Audible. You can find thousands of audiobook titles on audible.com, and if you visit uh, audible.com slash Dale Radio, you'll be able to have a 30-day free trial and a free audiobook. Uh, you might be traveling this holiday season, and audiobooks, aren't they a perfect companion for a long road trip? Maybe you can figure out how to gift one. That'd be nice of you. And by the way, speaking of gifts, thanks for all the great cards and gifts you've been sending uh, to the program here. I've gotten them all, and I'm sure to have plenty of empty whiskey bottles to use for my craft projects next year. All right. On to this show, I was in L.A., as some of you know, for some meetings, mostly meetings with people on the other side of the counter at Baja Fresh, but I did, I did see some folks. And one of the people I saw out there was a person who I've, I've communicated with uh, her for many years, but we never met. This represents the first time we've ever been uh, together talking to each other face to face. And it was uh, uh, just extraordinary. So uh, she is, uh, as it turns out, a magician, documentary filmmaker. Just a very funny uh, person, Marcy Hume. And Marcy was fantastic, and it was extra special to be invited to do this interview at the Magic Castle. Now, you think that's a made-up place, but it's not. It's real. And if you've never been to the Magic Castle or even never, you've never heard of it, here, here's the deal. It's a private club for those who practice magic. You pay a membership fee, and if you, if you don't have a membership fee, you have to go there with somebody who does. You have to know a member. You give them their name, and once you do, it's just a fun house. And... Uh, <laughs> I mean, they got bars set up and food and all that, but also there's posters of old magicians and puppets and eyes that follow you and ghosts playing pianos and all manners of uh, the the ephemera of illusions and tricks that, that help uh, uh, keep some of the traditions of the sacred art alive. So here's some things that I found out after the recording. We were in a little room with a corporate party happening outside, and we had to kind of cut it short because somebody needed the space. That happened. I didn't get to ask some of the questions you might be interested in, but Marcy is, in fact, a magician, as I mentioned. I had no idea, but she fell, fell in love with this stuff, and she's done magic off and on for the last several years. And she's passionate about it. She's making a documentary about some of the characters that inhabit that world, uh, both the world of the Magic Castle, and she's tracing kind of the, uh, the, the greater world of magicians. She's tracing the journey of her seven professional uh, magicians, and it's, it's going to be a great film, and I hope you'll seek it out. Once it's, once it's out there, the film is called Where the Magic Happens. So look for it. All right, let's get into it. This is Marcy Hume, everybody. Damn! 
Oh boy. Marcy, how are you? I'm so excited to hear your voice. It's well, familiar to me. Well, I should hope so, and yeah. to, to countless listeners across, the, <laughs> I mean, maybe 20. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> if I had to count. I know all of them. That's what it would be. Now, Marcy, thank you uh, for inviting me up here. This is so uh, special. I want to let people know that where we are, because we are in a place that I've been to a number of times, and I've talked to people in, in various ways up here. But now this, I've never done a recording here. We are on site at the Magic Castle in Los Angeles. And That's people right. that might not know the Magic Castle, you, you have become a member I of have. this place. And I we'll have. talk about why soon. Thank you. <laughs> Don't you worry. We'll get to it. We'll get oh, to your it. face but is right so now, special. But right now, we're in a, a comedy, uh, uh, sorry, we're in a, a magic classroom. Yes, the anti-comedy. That's right. It's a classroom for... <laughs> Magic. But comedy plays a part in some of this, doesn't it's it? It's true for bit. very many people. Not my magic. And my magic is very serious. comical about magic, too, isn't there? Well, for some people who don't really understand it. Oh, well. Oh, <laughs> shoot. You're really, like getting confrontational. You're really throwing down right early. Away. I'm regretting the Cosmo. I, <laughs> I have had at least half a sip of that Cosmo. Yeah. Um, we're, I guess I would describe it as more of a basement setting right now. So if I, if I brought a guest to the Magic Castle for the first time, yes. I would take them in a different sort of entrance and go to different areas. But yeah. as it is, there's we should. I just want to let people know because you may hear something as the listener of what's <laughs> happening in the background. There is a discussion of strategic plans and probably fourth quarter growth uh, yeah. happening uh, uh, in in the other room yeah. out here. There's it's a, a vibrant there's corporate a corporate life. holiday party. Yeah. This is the holiday time, yeah. and that's what you do. You get together with your coworkers. Yeah. You ever go into holiday parties? Holly par holiday, holiday parties? Holiday. Yeah, sure. Um, I don't get invited to a whole lot, and I'm usually in the wrong place at the right time. So <laughs> you don't, don't you really don't regret like it. it. No, but I'm gonna we're gonna go crash wild, that one afterwards. I should hope so. But you don't have any wild holiday stories. Um, you know, I spend a lot of time indoors at the holidays. I don't like the outdoors, the cold. I don't like uh, tradition, religion. <laughs> Buying presents for other people. Well, this will make a great <laughs> a <laughs> time great, for everybody. A great episode to mm -hmm. run Christmas week. But uh, <laughs> so there's a nice. The people are enjoying uh, corporate. People are. Yeah. And there's a dress code. People are dressed up. Yeah, like, you did a great job. Thank you. I look almost like. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I always wear a suit. I always look good when I travel. When yeah. I do air travel, I'm the only guy on there with a tie. I don't believe in the sweatpants and the socks and all this kind of thing. Would be you should dress for air travel. You should respect the fact that we're we're hurtling through the air. Yeah, if it's, you go it's down, a you're thing that we should all be together and ready to support each other. Mm -hmm. Not if you go down. I heard what you said. <laughs> he you just think, think about that, that way. But I don't, I don't. I think this is just you just be respectable. Yeah, respect the craft of air travel, <laughs> which we'll get back to. But and this is the one time I thought, oh, screw it, nobody does it anymore. I'll just wear jeans and a nice sweater, that kind sure. of thing. And then I got here and we got in touch and I said, my goodness, we got to go to the Magic Castle. I'm down there at the thrift store. You can imagine me going through. So I'll probably have bed bugs after this, but it's yeah. worth it to it, talk it to you. It changed our relationship because I had to manhandle you into the dress code, which I like to send the link over and over when I invite people and just say, it's just quite, every email I send, well, their their PA system sounds great out it's there. It's booming out there. Yeah. Yeah. But it is, but we, but they, this, let's just say what this is though. It's a club for magicians. It is a club for magicians. It's a very, very special place. It's, and it's, it's, 
Founded in 1963 or something like that. Oh, I see you've been doing a little bit of... I was stuck out here on Franklin for a while, so I read the sign. <laughs> si it's very busy this time of year. I had some severe tire damage, too. From going <laughs> you tried to sneak in the back entrance? I tried entrance, to sneak in the back entrance because I thought, podcasts are here, but you, yeah, know, you shout no. that out a window in L.A. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't no. get you anywhere. Yeah. So, uh, yes, and periodically, I just, again, listeners, you will hear some inspirational things. There's speeches going on uh, from, from, I don't think that's a magician. I don't know who that is. He might be a wizard with the numbers, though. I think he runs that company. So, but let's, okay, so how do you, number one, number one, we've not met before. No, we haven't. We've corresponded in various ways. Yeah. And and over, what, 10 years? Yeah, at least. A long time. At least. How do we know each other? We were connected through a very great friend of ours who now resides in West Virginia. Susie. She, uh, I don't know what you guys were doing out there in San Francisco. You were well, doing something. Or maybe some, were you doing some light sketch comedy? Maybe? I was involved in some things out there and then I hosted oh. a program with my, with my uh, ex-wife that was there. We did some things. Um, I bet you did some things. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you mean, yeah. but uh, we entertained some people. And uh, uh, Su <laughs> Susie was a part of the group yeah. there, part of, the, and she wrote some hilarious sketches that I thought were hilarious. Yeah. Not everybody and did. Did you know that she's? That's nice of you to say. I hope she hears that. Uh, did you know that she writes romance novels now? They have you know horses and uh, breasted men. She was on always the cover. interested in those two things. If you, <laughs> gave, you gave her a drink, that girl started on the on the you know the what man, the man the breasts. Who know who. Yep. So uh, we knew that, and somehow we got connected through uh, some kind of internet portal, and we had we had talked a little bit, and but it's taken this long to get to to know you because you live most of the time in London. I do. Thank you for remembering that. Yeah, I didn't think you'd remember no, from and, the crazy look in your eye. And you you met a fella over there, yeah. Ireland or something? Well, England, England. also England, yeah. All the same. Oh, we were in Scotland. <laughs> you we were in Scotland. Scotland. You met in Scotland, and it was the story, the musical once is based on your relationship. <laughs> is that correct? A lot of kind of acoustic guitar was involved. <laughs> yes, yes. No. No no boyfriend of mine would pick up an acoustic guitar late night at a party and start strumming. No. Oh, really? You're against that? Don't yeah, like, I am against you don't that. Like, it was Didn't it, you go to college? Wasn't that a hard time for you when that happened? At like at 2 a.m. when somebody was like, let me just start strumming. I imagine you were not big on the coffee house circuit. Well, you know, it's funny you should mention that. I did play music and... <laughs> Coffee See, houses, but I'm we... so embarrassed about it that that's all what we did you should play? say. Well, I sang, is what I did, and I you tried to sing? write pretty, pretty low level. I would say mediocre songs. Um, I don't sing a lot anymore. No, you got to pick your battles and kind of like, how many, how many things can we all do? Well, a lot, a I lot. guess. But I'm trying Podcasting to pick my mostly. <laughs> that's a good solid one to get into. I like uh, how you just took your glasses off, on, yeah, then off, yeah. They're about to go on again. You know but you what? don't even have anything to read. It's like you just wanted to. It was an effect, like an effect, like a so sociological. When people come to the live shows, they see the whole the whole kit and caboodle. But this <laughs> one right now, just I'm well, doing it. I guess I have to narrate because it is really <laughs> kind but of visual. The, it's very visual. Here's the thing: we're in a, a magic classroom. Yeah. And what's on this little table is a little pad. It's like a big mouse pad yeah. is what it is, but it's little <laughs> little to other people. I've never thought of it that way. If you were going to have a dinner party, it would be too small, but if you had a desktop, it would be too large Okay. to, to, hold, yep. them, to hold the mouse. The mice. Or you'd oh, really mouses. get around the yeah. Go ahead. Mice. I'm not sure. <laughs> and this is where people practice card tricks. There's a video. It's almost like you're in a, in a uh, like what I imagine back 
by the locker rooms and after a big game they got big monitors mm, up here and there's yeah, some kind of VHS sure. equipment and they, they practice and they watch mm. probably other magicians or well, their own shows I, I would say this is more of a room for beginners this is for some beginners to I'll just say. hit the hit the ground running yeah with this big mouse pad so and that's what we're sitting across this little table in this room with the other thing happening out there and uh, so I'm really doing up close magic for you and so if I take off the glasses or put them on, it's just for you. Your eyes are remarkably round when the glasses are off. Say. It's so piercing. When I was born, that's what they said. The nurse came and said, I've never seen somebody with the, she, it just has big eyes the size of saucers and big <laughs> hands and feet. That's what they said. I've never seen a child like that. And still to this day, you're a remarkable sort of face, indigo, I guess I would say. An indigo child. <laughs> They still do that. They still identify gifted. Were you familiar with that? Yeah, yeah. Children? Yeah, very gifted. Gifted so and London, special, is that? But you're not from London originally. Yeah, that's correct. People get confused, <laughs> as you can imagine. Your hearty yeah. English accent would throw yeah. anyone off. Yeah, that's a Where fun conversation. Um, well, I grew up in Boulder and spent part of Boulder, my teen and adult years in New York. So when I'm abroad, I usually say New York because I don't want to bother with the Colorado part. But, you know, I have a soft spot. Yeah. For Colorado. And Tiva sandals. <laughs> and Birkenstocks. I appreciate you bringing up these but hard were memories. You, were you singing in, the, in this kind of a oh, outfit, environment? I, oh, um, I well, thank you for asking. Um, you're really bringing back some sort of, I would say, like amazing and horrible memories. Um, I was in a, a vocal jazz group in high school that was very important um, at the time to me and is still a fond... What were they called? <laughs> do you want me to have to say it? <laughs> I do. We were really serious. It was you. Excalibur. I, Thank you. I was well, the state a, state winners of everything. That's so it, do in you think that vocal that jazz choirs. Presaged your uh, trip to presaged. London. Presaged. Uh, I think that it was. Yeah, it was a Arthur, sign that King Arthur and Excalibur. Yeah, yeah, it was a sign that I was destined for really awkward references to British history. And I what, appreciate you. Tour you. With them? you do competitions. Yeah, we yeah we did we did. I can't. It's hard to describe. It's like if I want to remember what it's like to really care about something, and to really feel like your life is on the line, and to really yeah. get up very early for rehearsals. You know, seven a.m. rehearsals before high school. Yeah. Imagine. I got kicked out of intramural volleyball intramural. for that reason. I can't say you it. Did a There's good a job. few words I can't say. Intramural is one. Rural uh -huh. is another one. What about brewery? Brewery. <laughs> you gave it a yeah. You got like it. Like inquiry. I've never heard inquiry, someone say it that inquiry? way. Inquiry. Inquiry. I can't say that one. Inquiry. I guess inquiry. is the other option. I'm getting warm. I'll take off my <laughs> it's going military pretty well. themed jacket. It's oh. going pretty well. And what did you coat. wear in the part of the Excalibur group? Thanks. How many people were you? Women? Um, All women? I don't quite remember. No, it was mixed. No. But the women were obviously superior. Yeah, as in the choral arts yes. at that age. Yes. Uh, we wore a red sequined, I would call it a halter top. I'm not a real fashion person. But I that's, would also I call think it that's a <laughs> what it was called, technically. I think it's good we're spending a lot of time on this. I mean, the, the, no, I'm I mean, glad if you I took your jacket off, I'd and known, now I'm picturing halter top. If I'd known what we were going to be talking about, I would have brought an audio sample, maybe even video. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah. a shame that we can't drop that. Well, <laughs> if you, later on, if you if you hear editing skills or 
they'll really up to it. You they're drop not, in a little. They're not. Yeah, I thought maybe that's okay. No, obviously not they're working heard the on podcast. working on the iMovie. Uh, so and then what, what? 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 What was the moment where you said, "Come on"? It was just high school. It was in high school. It was that was high school. But was yeah. that always a dream to be a singer? <laughs> no, it sure wasn't. It was no. more. I think it was more about a dream of belonging. But you had some chops. <laughs> you had some chops. Um, I think actually, I think well, then I I sang in choirs subsequently, and I found the level of kind of appreciation of <clears throat> theory and technique very lacking in the college level choir. So you can imagine for a a girl of seventeen, yeah. it was a it was a struggle. Did you bring the halter top to college? <laughs> I think I still have it. I'm pretty sure it won't fit. It might fit you. <laughs> What's that? Thank you very Hello. much. Thank Let's you. Try that next time. <laughs> Uh, and, and where do you go to school? Where do you go to college? Oh, Vassar College. This is that. That's it. That's another. This probably is some kind of a connection. Vassar alumni program. That I, <laughs> it's like to help struggling Vassar grads so who want you know to do something meaningful. Did you know? I knew everybody uh, over there. More Madden over and all those people. There, folks. Mort Madden. Mora Madden. Mora Madden. Rebecca she sounds. Rothbaum oh, and, uh, Jesse Klein. I don't appreciate world. it that you're naming people that I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm going to start naming. That's okay. Magicians, you don't know, and oh, we're going to both feel terrible about ourselves. Don't feel terrible. I just, I'm very embedded <laughs> within the Vassar community. And I appreciate, and I appreciate it. all the many listeners. Do you feel like there. you should have gone there? I know. I, I don't. I don't what think that pause. was the. I think, I, you, I think that pause says everything. I gave it. I gave it honest thought. Is liberal, what I did. You could do liberal. Don't tell me where you. Liberal what is this? Arts? Something about white gloves and pearl necklaces. Oh, that's just a metaphor for nudity. <laughs> well, it's working. And so, and you graduated from Vassar, and you spent time in New York. I did. Yeah, I. I I'm had, getting to why we're here. That's yeah. why I oh, have to go I mean, on this I don't. Journey. I think. Yeah. I mean, I've almost checked out of my life story because we just have only covered <laughs> high school vocal jazz ensembles. That's all you need. Excalibur. Um, <laughs> but uh, I did. I was in New York. I worked in theater. I worked in. Aren't you glad theater. though that you had that time before camera phones? And YouTube. Oh, and all that. oh! I've I, I I mean I say this all the time. This must be the most widely spoken sentence of our entire generation. Yes. Or my generation. You're obviously a good yes. ten to Signific- fifteen years old. Significantly older. Yes. Um, but I just can't. If there were a record of my kind of um, mental life at the age of let's say eight yeah. to almost a couple years ago. Um, when right. the internet came tough. out, <laughs> um, <laughs> it would have been hard out. for me. I can't imagine. I was really. That's I what don't people go through now. Yeah. That's what they go through. They have to the when they people, Google themselves. They have they to write find me that. all the time and how to deal with this. And I say I don't. Because that's know. one of your industries that you work in is sort of internet-based help work. <laughs> we call like it a, branding. Branding is <laughs> self-branding. <laughs> That's right. Isn't that just what all of I, that's what the kids media. are asking me about? So I give them the answers. Self branding. That sounds like again cutting. A terrible. I assume they're talking about how to cut, <laughs> uh, cut together uh, a podcast. I'm movie. Yeah. And I'm movie. yeah. I don't know. Favorite. I'm not into all the lingo. But now wow, you uh, so you move over <laughs> to uh, to to London. It's like there's something for, in there in your what? throat. It'll, Go ahead. I moved get, to London. I went. This, I, you know, let's can we truncate this? Yeah. I went to study. And I just, I was so excited to yeah, leave by America. By all means, let's go ahead, take the reins. We, yeah, well, trunc- I don't. Let's truncate it. I think you don't we, want to talk about should it. Should each one of us but have was a it podcast? Tough? What, to do what? Uh, to live life? You have a tough growing up. Was it hard? Were you shaped by something? I think it was tough for me just because I find life wonderful and, and difficult at the same time. Because here's why I'm asking that question mm. we never met. 
<laughs> I know you to be a competent, very funny, wickedly smart Shoot. woman who's on the top of her game. I appreciate and that. so uh, th that's why I'm asking that because I can't I can't uh, imagine that you had a, t a tough time. So I'm just interested to Does see. Have, don't most people have a tough time? No, I think you do. I, I think no, that's maybe, true. No, maybe maybe you're right. Maybe. Uh, I, 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 uh, I, uh, um, I just think that your tough time has to do like all of life with your internal. Uh, right, but was yours like embarrassing? It was embarrassing. I'm you, embarrassed you, now to think <laughs> of it when you bring up yeah. the aforementioned, you know what? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I was trying to figure out what life was all about, and yeah. I was probably, I was pretty awkward. Yeah. In, not in the not awkward, like, awkward in a lot of ways, probably, but, you know, I was just trying to figure it all out. So, you know, gr was growing up easy for you, and did you grow up in Jersey, or? Yeah, in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And, that's uh, worse. Uh, <laughs> I would argue, I would argue, no, that's not worse, but. Okay, you have some thoughts about Pennsylvania. <laughs> um, Your face. No, I think, uh, uh, was it tough for me? You know, I think I was less, uh, I, I was not very f fearful. I think I've gotten more fearful as a person, uh, that I've become more inhibited by things and less likely to just go for it. And I think I was way out there as a, as a child and willing to take anything and take it to the limit and do do. Not not crazy things. No, I didn't you know piercings and that kind of that kind of not stuff. Not like now. Not that that's crazy. Yeah. Not like now. Head <laughs> to toe ear, covered in a tattoo ear. skin. Yeah, I had that bone removed from your I bones the hit yeah. the hoops. You can see the shagging earlobes. <laughs> I mean, I didn't get into body modification. Is what I'm saying. Do you really think? Are you? I keep waiting for this to end in some sort of real subversive punchline. But yeah. were you? Are you really more inhibited now? I believe so. But that's uh, to me. That's really. Strange. I hear the party going on, but I won't join it. I'll no, stay here no, with you. We're here with you. Be um, here now. Be here now. Because I don't, that is like part of life for me is like you learn why it's important to not, uh, to, well, I wouldn't say not be inhibited, but to not care about kind of what people yeah. think and all that kind of stuff. I know. Sorry, I mumble. To not care what other people think and to do, and to find your sort of, so I would think that you, would have become more self-empowered? I cared less then, but I'm more competent in my abilities now. Okay. So the things that I do that I am good at, I do wholeheartedly, yeah. and I don't, I'm not scared about that. But, but I'm not as willing to just, you know, I would do some, you know, put on a funny costume and go to McDonald's and have fun with the person behind the counter ordering it. I think you'd do that now. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I, I would not go in and quietly order my sandwich and step aside. Go into Wendy's, get a number six, sandwich only, lettuce only, step to the side. I don't need the fries, don't need the drink. I'll get that somewhere else. Well, I was in rehearsals doing my jazz hands and yeah. my very complex vocal arrangements that yes. I don't think you could even understand. So you Dale. get over there to London, you meet the fellow in Scotland, you get married. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's the basic did, trajectory. Yeah, of that part of, of your life. Yeah. That's one yep. aspect of it. Yep. But you've always been this this awkward person <laughs> that had trouble with some of these things that you 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 made a, a you discovered film yeah i did well Maybe, i discovered did you, was that a focus of yours in in, in no school? it wasn't no. i didn't know i didn't really know what documentary was i'm a documentary person i'm not a lot of people in this town yeah. which is Los Angeles, Yes, they really poo-poo, I would say, what they call here now unscripted. Yeah. I would call it documentary content. I passed it. You brought up poo. I passed a car <laughs> on the freeway today. We did a lot of driving, and it was called Poop 911. 
They said, is that, a, is that a television program? Your pet's number two is our number one. A lot of dog walkers in this town. That's what one of the side businesses but, I've noticed. But as yeah. my colleague said, how bad does it have to be for you to <laughs> call somebody in a Toyota Yaris to come and deal I'm with I'm about your to call them now. <laughs> see what's under your table. So they poo-poo on documentary. You feel that there's a, a, a bias yeah, against Yeah, but it. I understand why because uh, our, our way of making what would you call it here, factual or unscripted content is really pretty strange. You know, American television is very different from British television. So when I found it, yes. when I discovered it, yes. I, it, I fell madly in love with it and then just really got into all sorts of corners of it and started making documentary TV programs over there. But, you know, it's not all, I mean, you know, there's a difficult side to every part of it. I love it. I mean, sure, you know, there's sure. some but angst. You're, you're and, in it and you do it. And do you pick the topics or the topics assigned to you <laughs> by the, by the, what network? You're working with BBC or something? I do BBC stuff and Channel 4 in the UK, but you kind of move around, you know, you're like, a, yeah. You but know, there's only pull you in and push you away. So you do, yeah. yeah, so you go show by show. So you, you know, start on a show. Yeah. Maybe you develop some things. Maybe you spend some time in development. Oh, I like to spend some time yeah. in development myself. Yeah. You think up ideas and somebody's like, well, that doesn't sound very good. <laughs> and then they don't make it. Right. And that's <laughs> fine. You've only spent a week, week and a half um, researching no it. No problem. That's okay. You've got a long life. Well, maybe not. We're not <laughs> sure, are we? Isn't that the whole point? We're sort of unsure. <laughs> Not for in development. In development, everything's brief. It's, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. All topics are, so, have to be made brief. And so, what are, what are some of the other topics you've covered? In my television work. Yeah, in your documentary work. Well, I, I've done all kinds of stuff. I mean, I spent like a good year of my life on a uh, show about the Titanic, which was for for Uplifting. also for America. Yeah. It was really I had actually my main program I worked on was the one about the demise of said ship, oh. she, which as you know, the yes. best part about it is that we call it she, yes. she sank. Uh, as so many I did a show, oh, do. do you know, what, <laughs> I, what? I don't know. That was phrased perfectly. I don't know, I don't know. Um, I worked on a show actually that I really liked about hidden talents, so it was using kind of, well, it's trying, this is what television does. Yeah. So you found sort of these latest scientific uh, studies yes. that would help people find latent abilities within them and test a bunch of people and see if you had something that you didn't even know you were good at, which most people didn't have, like, and then like train the them up. Like the guy that can, be real, can uh, withstand cold. Oh, probably, yeah, I, that could have been one of them. Here there was a program called like Real Life Superheroes. That is, that, that oh, kind of that's right, yep, you did a good job. You did a good job. I remembered something that happened. Television programs. When I watched program. Your eyes are so deep yet shallow. It's amazing. It's like <laughs> a real you. hybrid model of Thank a human. Thank you very much. I have some hidden talents. <laughs> the dead stare of the shark eyes. It's amazing. So you did that, but uh, are you able to pursue interests that are, are satisfying to you as a person? Yeah. Well, I think my... This is the, the thing with documentary is that there's a whole spectrum... I think it's unfortunate in America we talk about um, unscripted always as being reality TV, and there's actually, I think, a lot going on within that factual realm. But we only have sort of one term for it, some of which is obviously sort of horrendous, but still interesting, I think, in different ways of the sort of yeah. trends of what, what people are interested in and how they want to view life. Um, it's, it's, it's a misnomer, isn't it? Because reality TV is among the most scripted, edited, polished 
product yeah. that yeah. exists. Although then there are some, there's like there are a couple of shows on recently that I saw that I thought actually these are for the most part. I mean, you can tell, of course, by the way people are talking. I'm sure all of us with any sort of um, ability with humans would know yes. when they're sort of being earnest or, or being told what to say. Um, but there are some actually really great shows in the States, but they're called, they kind of have to be grouped in with reality TV because there's no other way to kind of describe them or define them. We don't have terms for it. Yeah. I obviously am on a crusade, crusade of one, <laughs> to really change God the way bless we're talking you. about it. I mean, more power to you. Yeah. Uh, but but do are you able to find things that actually resonate with your interests? Yeah, well I do. I, but then I do, you know, these independent documentaries, which, which are difficult. What, which, which is, is the why one that we're in Magic Council. Now. And what brought you to Magic? I saw Magic once, <laughs> <laughs> and and it was like and we're getting. Not we're not talking. Go say what it's. No, like, no. Sorry. I want to know no, your qualification of the question well, more than not, I want to hear not, my answer. It's not a spiritual magic. Huh? It's not like. We're all magic beings. It's very much not like that. It's an yeah. actual craft. That's Although I guess in a way, I mean, I don't know. I think, uh, well, I could. I, I like go, to talk about, to talk about magic. Talk about magic. What was your question? We're in a castle. How did I? Oh, so when I when I first saw, we are in a castle ah. in the basement section, with which I'm is a room full you, of mouse I'm pads. Gonna do it. I'm going to do my book project. is called In the Basement. <laughs> and it's all the great culture that happens in basements around the country. That title sounds perfect for your face and demeanor. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's look for it, Barnes and Noble. I see why you do your you self-branding. You got a nook. You got a cranny. <laughs> what? Um, do, have you seen magic? Have you yes. seen magic that you that did something to you? <laughs> yeah. In a basement. Copperfield. Oh, okay. Well. Did, what did Liberty? that do for you? Where did it go? What is, but did you did tell me? Go? Tell me what your memory is. I want to know. I Nothing. I was genuinely impressed. I figured it's a curtain. Impressed or what? I figured it's a huge sky curtain. <laughs> I love that. That's great. I figured they dropped a curtain over that. Okay. Maybe a mirror. It's hard to watch magic on television. <laughs> do you think they can make mirrors that big? It's a genuine listen, question. Listen, I don't know what all can happen. I anymore. hope one of your. You Listeners the, can call in. You think you could send a message live electronically to somebody else around the country, around the world? I didn't know that you could no, when I was growing up. That's what I mean. They awkwardly. Because <laughs> you could have made a lot of money off of that. Sorry about that. What's happening? Um, well, just, you know, you bought me a drink and now I just have to hiccup a little bit. <laughs> um, you want me to scare you? No. <laughs> what's I your I think that's already happening. <laughs> you what's your, put your what's arms your out like Jesus and have somebody feed you water. It really works. There's something about your diaphragm kind of yeah. loosening up, yeah. floating around. Anyway, so do you remember seeing Matt? So when you saw Copperfield special, did you feel anything? You just thought, oh, it's impressive. Uh, well, there's, you know, with, with the television magic that I was exposed to, there was um, showmanship and there was mm. a kind of Las Vegas, before Las mm. Vegas mm. was, oh, I was really aware of what that meant. That there was a, like a Liberace kind of a thing. Like these are like a, it's a novelty. Yeah. But they they uh, novelty is they, a great word to associate with magic. I like the, that. That's great. Do you think that's that's terrible? That's well, no. I'm interested in what I'm asking I you questions like and interrupting you. It's not very I feel fair. Like lightning. That's what I do the whole show. Don't worry about that's it. That's why I don't have a podcast. Yeah. Just I just. But then I've seen it run. here. Here's what this thing. And I've seen it here. I've seen magic here, and I've seen people do it. And I like hearing magic described. I like if somebody says, I was at a party, <gasps> and a guy took the, took the card out of my pocket, 
you know, or, and it said pick a card or something like that, and then the thing shows up in the refrigerator in the cottage cheese container a week later. Yeah. Like that, I love. <laughs> I, I love those love kind that. of things. I love hearing about it. But I've seen it here and seen the up-close magic, and it's astounding. I, I'm, but I know that there's a, and a lot of times with that, uh, and I have limited knowledge. I did have the Blackstone kit, though, with the thumb that came off. Oh, wow. But I didn't, I, you know, I didn't, I wasn't that. able to take it anyway. But uh, <laughs> wasn't good at, I'm not good at it. Yeah. I'm not good at distracting you long enough to do something over here. Hmm. But then it's all sleight of hand, isn't it? Well, it depends on So what much you're of it is doing. like pushing your direct your attention over here and then up and then I, I pull think, something out of here. I think there's something to what you're saying. The way you're kind of gesturing wildly like as though you're pointing, yes. sort of look over here, I think right. is a a sort of blocky way of describing it. Sort of a Thank low you. level way. <laughs> <laughs> it might be the lowest way, but, but of I think this it. is this is one of the interesting things I, about magic is that I think that thing that you're talking about, which is kind of um, moving people's attention around and where they're looking and what they're paying attention to, is an incredibly intricate thing. Yes, but um, there are a lot of aphorisms with magic, and people talk about this sort of thing a lot. Where you know, it, magic it's it's difficult because those things have to remain secret to really be part of uh, giving you that experience. So right. if you were a magician, I'm sure you would uh, have a hard time keeping that inside. I can feel well, that Here's about what you. I'll also say about it, though. Just a blanket statement, as I'm so fond of. It's cold out. But what I like, what I, what I will do, I'm not the kind of person, if somebody's doing magic, I want to know how they do it. I'm sorry, you do want to know or you I, don't? I'm not the kind of person. Not the kind to, of person. I'm not thinking that I'm being fooled. Yeah. I believe in it. <laughs> so the look in your eyes suggests that you're trying to make me believe that you think real magic is happening. I, I would rather believe, believe that real magic is happening. I would, I would describe it for me as, and I'm going to try and make you describe it as I want you to, yes, which is good. that it's something, that, something unknown. It's yeah. something that you, you uh, is an experience that you, uh, you know, Dale, this is a real important thing to me, and I, I want yeah. to give you the right ideas about it because it's to, so too. special. Yeah. Don't take off your glasses and raise your eyebrow because I'm trying to be serious. Right, be, and like no that. one will know you're tricking me. I'm not tricking you. Um, but I, it's, but, it's but, a little like a magic thing. Just but, but, <laughs> I like it when we talk over each other but only using sounds. It's like a David Mamet play. Oh, bro. Do you know that was the first theater I worked at in New is York it, was the Atlantic really? Theater Company. Have you been around there? No. Okay, well, I thought with all your liberal arts connections. No, David Mamet used to sleep on a, a, a the, we <laughs> had some family friends in Chicago and when he was in town he'd sleep on their floor. Okay. As well, you were saying. I th <laughs> You've really done sort of an amazing artistic trumping, I would call it. Gotcha. I really listened to that. Um, I just yes. want you to understand about magic, yes. and there's, and I shouldn't be telling you this. I should let you sort of experience it and have your own feelings and thoughts about but it. But it's like you're it's, tapping into a, an unseen force. N well, no, okay, whatever you want to frame it as, if it, you want it to be that. I mean, I think magic is just so special and unique, and I think it suffers so much. And you know, I don't know. Everybody would probably say this. Like ninety percent of magicians would say this, but. Uh, I like using numbers that don't mean anything. I like to say 90% when really yeah. there's no way to even quantify it. But um, I think, it, you know, there's, it's so, people can pick up a trick and kind yeah. of just do it. Yeah. And people think that's what magic is. And magic is so, 
kind of infinitely deep and, and you can go into so many corners with it and give people such a profound experience with it that is just unlike anything else. And I think it's really, I think that's why I wanted to, part of why I wanted to make a film about it is because it was, it, I was like, this can't be, why is the world's view of magic like this? When once I really saw it and saw its potential, I just thought, oh God, this is like, we have to somehow change that view. I mean, maybe we don't. Maybe it's meant to be that way. I, you know, I don't know. So the view that you're talking about is that magic is silly. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Or that it's marginalized. Or just a very, yeah. Or that yeah, it's something that sure. you have at a corporate party when you're talking about strategic planning. I see you're pointing to the corporate party, and that's fine. I mean, come on. It's like a, it's a something that can just like come in and amuse us yeah. for a little bit and then go away. But what you're saying is that there's an actual craft to it. There's an actual like uh, working class quality to it, right? <laughs> well, yeah, there that, is a craft to it. People have I... to like put in time to do it, and then once yeah. that happens... There's a transformative act, which um, that gives you let lets you believe or suspend your belief, whatever the whatever you would say. That lets you buy into the situation, and if you buy into it, it's wonderful. Yes or no? Well, I mean, I d look. I I have my own super awkward, uh, stuttering descriptions of it, but I would say, I mean, I. I think it's also what you want to do with it. I think there are people who just take it as they would call it entertainment. And I have really good magician friends who would call it entertainment. And that's fine. And, and well, it can be entertaining. Like oh, no, it is. I mean, yeah. yeah, of course, of course. I mean, and maybe, you know, my views are totally ridiculous. But I think because magic taps into sort of the, the most profound parts of our human experience, so our, the fact that our perception is everything that we experience of the world and that we're normally sort of very, you know, what we see and experience is this very limited sort of view that's based on how we're, you know, taking in our experience through our eyes and our face in other ways. <laughs> and I think magic has the potential to um, throw you into a completely new realm, which we don't normally have in our experience. Like we can kind of, you know, use words to talk about it and, and think about it and study our brains and our experiences and our own behaviors, but I think magic can just like throw you in a second into this other world, yes. and you have to suddenly reflect and and you just and, and go, oh God, I don't know what this is. I don't know what's happening, and um, I don't know. There are so many things about it about that that I love. Is that what you said? Do you think? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure if I just. I think that's what I was getting at, and I think you 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 got you got to it in a, maybe a better way. Um, I feel like I should write down sentences about it so that I know really what I'm trying to say because well, it's like, you should, it's real important. I get that. And why, as you were talking, I, of course, drifted <laughs> off as I did. <laughs> I think I did. I was but gesturing I, I was thinking how probably in old tribes and tribal communities, <laughs> my mind always goes there. <laughs> it does. I'm always at one with the First Nations. But I'm thinking, you know, a lot. every time you go, you see a movie or something about that, or, or you read about, there was a shaman, there was a, a magical being that was a part of their community. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. But the, the, the magic had a role, is what I'm saying, in, in, in yeah. man's history. Sure. There was a way of, whether you call it religion or what, there was a, a, a belief in something and an, and an explanation. And, and mm -hmm. it was a, a, maybe a release to think, yes, we have all been uh, created by... Uh, the stars, or a giant that came down here and then had to kill his father, and who was the planet, yeah. or whatever the story That's might great. be. But yeah. that that it, that there was that element to our society, yeah. and now it's become 
Well, I that's guess what I'm, my that's version why I'm of it. Yeah, oh, go ahead. No. Well, my version of that would be that that sort of taps into this natural state that I, I, I know we can't really completely describe it, this natural state of why we have religion and beliefs and erroneous things. I mean, there are a lot of, I guess, ways to describe that, but I think magic taps into that capacity to feel completely um, overwhelmed by the universe, I guess I would say, without sounding really grandiose. I would say it too. Oh boy, you really smiled a lot when I said <laughs> the U word. I but do. you I know, like it. It, it is that it's like this. This um, our it is sort of. I always think of it like that when I try and describe it to myself. It's like suddenly having the sky open up and like seeing this vast universe. It's like holy cow! Just gonna really keep it clean for New Jersey. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I don't look just at what's here. Look like what's here. New Jersey, by the way. Oh, I thought that's what I was told. <laughs> oh, you thought this was a specific. Yeah. New Jersey I only part. do New Jersey based. Okay. okay. Right. Performance arts. Okay, no, okay. And we'll talk films after. And we'll films. talk after. Yeah. That's okay. A lot of tax breaks there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yes. <laughs> Trying to laugh in the opposite direction of your microphone in case I ruin any you, of your you, equipment. Nothing could be ruined. This is all magic, what's happening mm. between us. It's fantastic. Do you, have I made any sense to you? I mean, I, listen, Dale, yeah. I think about this a lot in words and also not in words, and I, would prefer to have written this down no, so that I felt like no, I was communicating. This is, this, is, this is real. This is happening. But this is what I'm trying to describe. Would, uh, I, uh, I don't know if you've been over to the... I'm going to get a little... I'm going to get serious into the art world here because sometimes when I'm on these business trips, I like to go to the museums, take in something. And I wandered into this James Terrell exhibition over at Lackman. Mm. At Light and Space Artist yeah. deals with just light and like cuts a hole in the wall, puts a light in there, and you walk into the room and it's dark and then you see, my gosh, what's going on? Yeah. It's the same situation that you're just describing. That I walk in there, and you know, you walk and see a painting, and it's on the wall. You get it. I'm looking at a painting. You walk into that room, and you put on little booties, and you got to walk up the stairs, and you're in a room that's becoming pink. Or even if you're just staring at a light square on the wall, you look and you say, "I don't know what I'm seeing." Yeah. I, I'm I'm peering into some kind of. It appears to be an infinite void. It's it's of color, and it looks kind of foggy. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And then you get in the car and you're driving down 134, 101, 110, all these. All at once. And you look all at once. <clears throat> and you look at the sunset and it's the same colors that you just saw in that, in that gallery exhibition. You say, this is, he's, he's been able to capture the sky for this one brief moment, this instant moment, and capture it and put it into a, a, an experience of seeing. And an experience of being, and you look in there, and you some people were moved to tears, some people are weeping in this, and it's. I think that also gets to what you were just saying. I love that, that. that there is there is a there is a space beyond. Yeah. That that uh, 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 that magic can conjure, magic <laughs> oh, can boy. can create, and as you and, and the, my why I started by saying that I don't want to know how it's done, or mm -hmm. I don't feel like because I think a lot of times people feel like they're being fooled mm. and they don't like being mm. fooled. And one time, I'll tell you this, that I had the good fortune to be uh, in, a, in a music uh, video and uh, I was dressed as, as a robot. It's a great <laughs> video, check it out. And I'm dressed in a Clearly very obviously yep. cardboard robot mm. and people could not accept that I was not a real robot. <laughs> it, they just couldn't, they couldn't get it. They said, you're not a real robot. 
I'm obviously not. A, I'm in a man in cardboard with like the washing machine stuff up my <laughs> yeah. sleeves. You know, street this, performance. This, I yeah, have shoeboxes on nice. my feet that are painted gray. There's yeah. no way that I would be a functional robot in any real capacity to no. do anything. It's not what robots a look human like. uh, couldn't do. Yeah. But they really had a hard time with that. You've really taken this down an alleyway. I was with you on the kind of drive with the sunset. Yeah. And tap, and then we went to, the to that costume. time you did. You did street performance. Is that how I'm picturing it? That's how I'm picturing it with a silver hat no, no, upside no. down on Hollywood it was for, Boulevard. For a video project. Oh, yeah, you clarified and, that. And I then I was, I, was the, I was supposed to be the robot character that came to life and had a lovely dancing. He kind of worked a miserable existence, and they went out and he danced in the fields. It was a beautiful video. and uh, But the point is that people don't like to be fooled. And they, they couldn't believe, like, even if, let's just for a moment say, I, that could be real. Just believe that it could be real. Mm. Or believe that it's a man in a robot costume. It doesn't matter. But just like have some, have a friendly smile or a place where you can go where it's like this is a magical thing that's happening yeah. before me. Yeah, so As opposed to I hate that this is not real and I'm going to attack you for yeah. it. I think that I understand why people have the kind of intellectual take on seeing magic. But I think what I always hope for people and want is for them to give over because it's an experience that's unlike anything else and because it's so... It can be so beautiful and shocking and unusual and and surreal and kind of tap into this other part of your mind that I always hope people will just give over and not. Um, it's not even intellectualize it, but like not not have that emotional instinct of wanting to know, but just completely go there because and it which is hard to do. I mean, I don't know. I think most people are somewhere on that spectrum of wanting to to kind of figure it out, and that's a natural part of it. So I don't want to kind of try and take no. that away from it, but. But I do think when you can give over to it, and I love, I try now to do that if I think I'm going to see something that maybe I won't know about what the methodology behind it is. I try so hard to kind of go to that place because it's so unique and, and special. And so when people miss it because they're being uh, ornery, I don't appreciate it. Right. But but that's their, their path. It's a good personality test too, magic. I love watching magic reactions and you can see some people get real feisty about it. Yep. Bet you'd be f finger wagging, and, sir. <laughs> I, if the showmanship me. wasn't there, you better believe I would be. I thought when you talked about, I thought the story. I can't remember what you said, but you're prefacing it in this way where I thought you were going to talk about like a fist fight with Copperfield that you had or something. I was really waiting for some kind of, but really it was about art, <laughs> museum art. You see what I did there? Art in a museum. <laughs> Those are your people. Well, it, it, it's part of it. it's part of my experience. Of do you life. have Dale? Do you have some favorite visual artists that are that those not in the museum culture would know about? Mm. I'd like to know. Mm. You can list them for me later. If you want to email me later, yeah, maybe I list. can send you a list of artists to check out. Check them out. Uh, I like it when you say yeah for for the most important kind of. Um, artistic output in the world that you appreciate. Yeah. Say, check it out. Check it out. Yeah, check it out. Check it out with Dale. Check out art the picks. magic. Like that. Yeah, <laughs> art pics. Just take a picture of it with your iPhone for me and then fax it to me. Yeah, sure. Okay. No, I'll do it. I'll do it. I got a, I got a ton of them for you, so I'll do it. And uh, we'll get the... We'll, we'll get some of them are some old folks that haven't, haven't been doing as much. But, um, yeah, I mean, you like... I mean, did you want some of my Cosmo? No, You're no, reaching no, for an fine. empty whiskey No, I, you know what it was? It was because it was kind of falling there. You got and nervous I about the I sound. Got... You're a real technician of <sighs> sound recording. I'm nothing if not precise. So, 
<laughs> I'll send you the art pics. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to get yeah. into some so, of my favorites on the air because I, I don't want any feelings to be here. And many of them could be on this program, so I don't want to, you know. Uh, but I'll they're tell all you great. Guys later. Anybody that can do it is I'll great. publish your list. And uh, what's the movie called? The the film that you're working on? The documentary is called Where the Magic Happens. I've been through yeah. so many different title ideas, but the guys that I work with thought that magic should be in the title, which is fine. Yeah. It's fine with me. Yeah. I don't know. Titles are never quite good enough for me, but a couple few of them are. Yeah. Um, and uh, it is, it's a real struggle to make an independent documentary, so I can't tell you when it's going to be out, but I am going to hustle until that like thing you, is finished. You had a great Kickstarter campaign. We did. That was really fun. And you, you raised what you needed to there, and then you realized how much more money you needed. <laughs> no, we always knew that it wasn't enough, but I mean, how much yeah. can you raise with Kickstarter? Well, apparently a lot. <laughs> apparently a whole heck of almost as much as you would need to yeah. finish a film. But yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, you're going to be, and then when do you go back to London? Well, I just took What do you do while you're here? Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just took a television job, so I am In London or here? Here. Well, yeah, I see genuine surprise in your face, and I appreciate it. It reminds me that I can really tell when you're being <laughs> genuine or not. That's nice. Good. Um, I took a television job with um, a big, there's a big British independent production company, but they opened up an L.A. office, so I'm working with a few Brits and a few Americans and coming up with new show ideas and enjoying it. That's great. Yeah. Where's, with, with, the, with the husband? Where's he? I know. It's rough. I don't know how people... I mean, it's not Doing great. Long distance. Well, I mean, is that I, I, you, you don't know? Have to talk about it if it's too difficult. <laughs> no, it is. It is difficult. It's I mean, difficult. I don't know what people do. What does he do? He is a criminal barrister. That sounds like something. I don't know he, if he'd want me to say that. He likes. He's a real pri. He's he's, he's a barrister barely who's on a criminal. Facebook. No. Yeah, that's so interesting. The way you just move the words around. That's all you have um, to do. That's he, all you do. He wears, people like to know that he wears a wig. People yeah. love that. You do they have to wear a wig as a barrister. Love it. It really it really narrows down what that field is. And not to like a I'm really a, important. I wear a bald spot wig. I've but, seen uh, it. But it's not. Uh, he I think wears it looks the great. curly. Thank you. Yeah. He, he wears a curly. Um, it powder? is curly. Um, no, I guess not. Powder isn't really involved these days, but it's definitely shame, strange. It? Definitely strange looking. You I mean, it's made of horse hair. powdering his wig. I would have. Did you like the movie Amadeus? That's what it makes me think That's of. That's what it's like the whole time. Did you see that film? I did see that film, yes. Okay. Did I enjoy it? Is that the question? <laughs> no, I didn't see it in a museum. Oh. Saw it on a VHS tape. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, that's the way to see movies. So I live here for six six months or more. I don't know. We'll see. My goodness. Try and get him out here. Can you help me get him out here? Find him a job that doesn't have to do with American things. I definitely is, can. I think you're very well connected. I think, and if, I if think anybody, that I'm you, probably the yeah. guy to ask. Yeah. Just he, leave me your card. Well, you let me write it down. He's trained in wig wearing. Yeah, that's the main, so, that's the main thing. So I can so do that. What the training is mostly about, and a lot of the reading is about wig care. Are you going to work on other other projects while you're here too? You got to really focus. I am. On the magic no, thing. I'm going to do as much as I can. I have. Do you have a lot of things you like to do? <laughs> Generally during the day. Like no, like projects that you like to do. It's hard to. Yeah, sure. I well, just this feel takes like a lot, a lot of, of my time. Yeah. Does it? Yes. I like it. I think it's a great thing. Yeah. Um, should we redo this? 
<laughs> Are you um, ready now? I hit record. We can do it for real. I saw the red light. Oh, but it's <laughs> blinking. Um, I'm working on another film, but it's, I don't know even how long it will take, because that's what that's like. That's okay. You nervous? What you about gonna, this? Yeah, you just got real, your spine got real erect. No, we got we to gotta wrap it up, that's all. I'm done. <laughs> I won't oh, tell you about the other film. I'll tell you next time. Well, I hope so. I hope that I you hope will. I hope so. It's a sibilant <laughs> S, we call that. And where do you live when you're here? It's just so, it's not, there's not a way to end a podcast. I'll tell you what. It is complicated. It involves a carpool at times until January. Yeah, Chico or something. Where? <laughs> I have been staying downtown. That's, that's where I used downtown. to live. Where? When? I used to live there uh, a, few where, years, I said. a few years ago after, after uh, I split up with Ginny. I had some years to myself, and that's where I got involved with the UCB and all that kind of thing. And I lived down there, 4th and Main. Oh, well, I'm on 6th and Main. Yeah. There's a lot of new stuff there that you probably didn't see back then. I bet there is. <laughs> we have stuff lights. Stuff I saw we then have. I didn't care to see. Yeah. You go to that market. Facilities. You go to the Grand Central Market. Nope. You don't go. They got no, sawdust do, on the floor. we don't do that down there anymore. Papooses. I mean, they do it, but, you know, the locals, yeah. like me. No, we go. We just go to the new, up-and-coming. Everything new. Everything up to up to date. Yeah, well, it's getting there. There's a lot of weird stuff going on on the streets of downtown. Well, I think that I would. I'd, you I'll hear definitely, a key uh, I do. We're going to be. That's okay. <laughs> it's magic. Let's see who it is. I'm so we're, excited. I'm going to okay. hold my drink up. <laughs> well, right now we're just pausing for the, the door to be open because I think I maybe the holiday party is they're trying to get in I and know, have a little nookie. Summer. I think just, it's nookie. Just, you know. Oh, hey, let me let you in. I think it's a nookie. We'll be right out. And Marcy's just talking to yeah, some folks who have come in uh, because they want to uh, get into the to the magic comedy. No, not comedy. <laughs> magic classroom that they're going to do, and uh, it seems like everything's worked out. That's okay. He is so sweet. That he seems like a nice fella. so much. Well, Marcy, this, is, this has been so terrific, and I know we're kind of being <laughs> ushered out, but I hope that everything goes okay with the carpool. And <laughs> it's going to go okay. Everything the, goes okay. With all the many projects that you're working on. I'm already putting my coat on. I'm just not You're really not out of here. Around. No, I appreciate that. It's been really nice. And uh, it's been nice. Yeah. I think we talked about some good things. And uh, even if we haven't, I've had a good time, and I won't remember most of it. <laughs> I, th I bet you won't. I really enjoyed the look in your eye and the feistiness in your voice and yeah, the kind of growl in your throat. That's all it is. At the end it. of the day, that's what we have. Well, uh, best of luck with it. I'm so happy that you're a member here. I'm happy <laughs> that we got to meet each other. Me too. And, uh, yes, off air, if I can be of any help. Oh, shoot, thanks. Just leave me that piece of paper that you wrote your name on. I, I will. I will. All right. Thank you, Marcy. Bye-bye. We'll shake hands. Thanks. Make well, it's it official. Soft, like an artiste. You're surprised. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do much. Like I said, this is a great time. <laughs> How about that? Even a little hullabaloo going on. So be sure and come out to our next live show at Union Hall on Monday, December 16th at 8 p.m. My guests are going to be, a slight, slight change to the lineup, my guests are going to be Katie Lazarus, Hallie Kiefer, 
Adam Conover and the band X and Y. I'm very excited to be back there at Union Hall and, and to let you know we'll be there through early 2014 at least as well. And so uh, please do come on out and enjoy the singular experience of a live show. But if you're listening, be sure and rate and review us on iTunes or stream us on Stitcher Radio. Till next time, I'll be trying to make this whiskey disappear. I bet I can do it. Now let's get back to that great music that we all enjoy. Dale Radio is written and produced by James Bewley. Original music by Steve O'Reilly. Season 6 theme composed and performed by Katie Mullins. Season 6 podcast icon by Sunil Manchikanti. And logos and poster design by Daniel Spencer Levine for the live shows. Rate and review us on iTunes or listen in anytime on Stitcher Radio. You can follow me on Twitter, at Dale Radio, or find us on Facebook. Thanks for listening.